Yesterday's show started with us playing a clip of Amy Purdy talking about how great we are on her Instagram account. So I feel a little weird starting today's show playing a clip of Amy Purdy talking about us <laughs> on her Instagram account. But she just made both of us cry. Yeah. I Did you cry too? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I just did a post that is really, really impactful. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying what I'm saying was impactful. I'm saying what Jeff said on my podcast today is so impactful for me. And I know that it's going to be impactful for many of you as well. Um, Jeff talks about this story when he was in his darkest days, his friends, um, for a triathlon and his coach at the time was talking about how the transitions are the most important part. You know, some people transition from the ocean to the bike in 90 seconds flat. There's transition in five minutes. They stumble around, grab their shoes, eat something, whatever it may be. But all that really matters is that you keep moving forward. All that matters is you put one foot in front of the other and eventually you get there. Eventually you get to the finish line. It doesn't matter how fast you go. Why does this make me want to cry? I'm like crying right now. But it doesn't matter how fast you go. It doesn't matter how slow you go. You just don't give up. You don't give up. You put one foot in front of the other and you have to crawl your way to the finish line. You get there. And like, we just give up. Humans, it's like when shit gets hard, we give up. We give up on ourselves. We give up on our dreams. We give up on our goals. And that's, that gets us nowhere, right? Like you end up, that's when you fail. That's the only time you fail is when you stop, when you stop, when you stop believing that you can move forward. So anyways, this got me. And um, I know you'll love this story as well. So I'm putting the link where you can listen to it over here. That's it. <laughs> She's full on crying in the in the oh video. Gosh. I you know what I love about her is she's so inspirational and she is so triumphant in so many things. You know what I mean? She has overcome so much in her life. But what I love about her is her willingness to still be open when she is feeling pain or when she's feeling grief. Yeah. And if you read the static post, that was her Instagram stories. And if you go read her static post, She's talking about how she kind of thought that she was done with like surgeries and, and all of this stuff. And now she's in the throes of it again. And I feel like, you know, good she, on her. She got, for sick. she got sick and she lost her feet when she was 19. 19. Mm -hmm. And is she how old is she now? I don't know how old she is now, um, but she's had so many successes. And my point was. It's so cool for someone so successful and who has overcome so much to still talk about her pain in real time. You know what I mean? Yeah. As because it doesn't completely go away. And I think that's something, you know, when we talk about toxic positivity that people gloss over all the time is, oh, I went through something hard and now it's perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really admire her for talking for, for letting herself be vulnerable and for being open to telling others, hey, it's hard for me right now. And acknowledging what I think is so so important too, is acknowledging that sometimes life is 
10 steps forward and then 12 steps back. Yeah. And that happens every now and again. So um, if you don't know who Amy Purdy is, if you haven't caught up on the shows uh, in, in the past few days, she allowed us to host her podcast called Bouncing Forward. So we've got a link to it in our show notes, but just search Bouncing Forward with Amy Purdy. And Monday's episode is actually Callie and I. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dowler, and today I'm grateful for Amy and all that she's doing to tell her social media following about us. My name is Callie Dollar, and I'm grateful for highlighters. Can I start the show off proposing an idea that's just a seed in my head? Is it a brilliant idea? No, it's just an idea. I'm going to save brilliant idea for when I come up with something really brilliant, like training dogs to steal. I was just thinking that. Okay. Um, Oh, and why do you love highlighters? Because somehow you ended up with pink highlighter on your neck. Oh, I have pink highlighter on my neck right now? Yeah. Um, I'm just using one because I forgot a pen and there was a highlighter next to me. And I was like, highlighters are pretty neat. Uh, Okay. So here's uh, the voicemail that we got two days ago. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Jody. I just wanted to call and tell you really quickly about my beautiful humans. They are my Girl Scout troop, Troop 14427. And they are in eighth grade working on their silver award. And they use this time of COVID and a global pandemic to pivot and say, how can we educate and um, help the world, but do it in a COVID-friendly way? And they created their own podcast. So they have been producing episodes all on their own with no fancy equipment and no editing software, no anything, just doing it all by themselves. You can find them at Troop Talk 14427, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. I have no idea how they get these things uploaded. They've been doing it themselves, again, eighth graders. And they are just amazing. They This is their silver project for their bronze project. They created a food pantry in a Title I school in um, the south part of our, of our city. And they are just amazing. They were recognized as the Council Young Women of Distinction for the Bronze Award. And now they have started their own podcast, Troop Talk 14427, anywhere that you listen to podcasts or on Instagram. Thank you so much. Hope you have a great day. Love you guys. Thank you, Jody, for telling us about these beautiful tiny humans. Twelve and thir- well, they're not really tiny humans. What twelve and thir- what are you? Eighth grade is like twelve and thirteen. Yeah, I think so. So here's my idea, and you might even say this is brilliant. Wait, I'm not going to say no. it. Eighth grade. No, I think they're a little older, older than 13, 14. That. Yeah. I okay. Well, what I are, whatever. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Let's go with let's let's take the <laughs> average of let's go thirteen. Okay. Middle school. Middle school. What, what if Callie, we, cause she said they don't have any equipment or they don't have anything like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if I have a whole closet full of equipment? What if I'm, I give them some equipment mm-hmm. so they can up their podcast game is a gift. Like, here you go. Mm-hmm. And then what if I, or we pay them 
to do some like reporting for us. Like here's my like first. what kind of reporting? Here's my first idea. Mother's Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day is next month. Okay. Uh, what if we ask them to create a little podcast segment where they interview kids about why they love their moms? I'm so into it. Or they can interview moms, like they could interview their own moms about why their own moms love their moms or something like that. And then do something similar on Father's Day. I love it. Um, Fourth of July, it could be a segment on why it's great to be an American, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and we, so we could just, I mean, I don't know how long it takes them to get this silver medal thing that they're going for. Yeah. But- if they're if they're willing to do it, I have the equipment they could have. I could give them a little podcasting 101, send them off into the world, and then they could just upload the audio when they get it, and we play it on our show, and then we plug their podcast so they get more listeners. Well, there you go. I love that idea. How much do you love it? Are you about to call it brilliant? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, save, I'm saving brilliant, but I think this is a really good idea. Well, it's good. And you know what it feeds into that I don't think I've ever talked on the show, but you and I have discussed it in our planning meetings is one of the goals that I have for the Callie and Jeff brand of, of things yeah. is to have a kid's offshoot of all of this. Yes. So like, you know, kids episodes of the upside, maybe one day, like a kid's pick me up newsletter. Yeah. Kind of like run by kids for kids, but sure. an offshoot of the upside. So I'm all about it. This could be like a little experiment to see how that goes and how it's, how it's received. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. So we'll, we'll have to reach out to them uh, well, we'll reach out to Jody and see if they're interested in it. And then, then Jody, if you're listening to this, you're going to have to, you should find out like what they are using to record with. Cause who knows? I mean, they might, they might have, how's that highlighter? Good. Could you hear it? Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. They might have better equipment than I, you know, it's going to be really funny is if you call and they're like, yeah, we don't it's want- a cute idea, but we're really busy. We're fine. <laughs> We've, we're fine. We don't need your help. Um, and they may not, to be totally honest. But yeah, give them a call. Jennifer sent me this amazing article from the New York Times on Instagram. And it's talking about, as it relates to COVID, a lot of people are feeling like they're looking at their life and it's foggy. Like there's a foggy window between you and life because there was so much weirdness surrounding COVID. And the name of this article says, there's a name for the blah you're feeling. It's called languishing. It may, it, The blah, the gray area that you're talking about, the foggy area makes so much sense because on paper, as more and more people get vaccinated, like I think I read yesterday that, that 50% of all adults have at least one shot. Mm-hmm. And there's system and, and something. So as, as the world starts to open back up, you would expect all of us would feel like running into the sunshine with open arms, happy and screaming and whatever, jumping up and down. And we're not. And a lot of people, maybe me included, is like, well, you know, my living room in basketball shorts is as exciting as being outside in pants. Yeah. And it's just kind of like an indifference. And and he was talking about how there's depression, which is one side of the spectrum. Then there's totally flourishing. 
And there's a lot of people that don't identify with either, but there's someone in the middle. And, um, so you're not totally depressed, but you're also not happy. And again, with the foggy window and it's the absence of well-being. So he gives kind of some ideas surrounding that, that I thought were awesome. And I'll link the entire article in show notes. It's behind a paywall, but I think you, if you, if you don't subscribe to the New York times, you, uh, get what, like two free a month. Oh or yeah. Something. You get, I think you get like five free articles a month. Yeah. Um, so first he says to name it, recognizing it helps and that will help you defog the window to go, oh my gosh, that is exactly how I feel. Like I knew I wasn't in a super dark place, but I also know I'm not super excited jumping up and down in the streets. Like, like, like you not, were saying. not name it like this is Larry, but like identify it as, you know, a, <laughs> As a true emotion. Yes. Okay. Because when you first said name it, I'm like, oh, what am I going to name my languish? I think Linda. Linda the languish. (laughs) I'm going to call her Linda. (laughs) Linda the languisher. No. And one of the things that he said was a good way to admit that is kind of like our one to 10 check-in. Don't just say, "I'm I'm good. Don't gloss over it. Say, you know what? Actually, like I'm not. I'm not feeling so great. I'm kind of having a B minus day. I'm kind of having a B minus day. And it's because of Linda. <laughs> Linda or Larry. Then he says. Nah, Larry's is Larry seems. Larry seems like either Larry is not in the middle. Larry's like either really bummed or super happy. Linda, she languishes. Linda languishes. Linda's a languisher. Linda the languisher. He talked about how when the pandemic started, most of us jumped into fight or flight mode, right? Which is naturally exhausting on your system. Sure. Like your body internally, like you might feel it a little bit. And I think whatever you're feeling, your body feels it times 85. Sure. You know what I mean? Because there are primal instincts as humans that when something big is going on, you fight or you go into that fight or flight uh-huh. mode. And now that's starting to wear off. So that was the number one thing. Call it, call it languishing. Number two, establish a flow. Now here's the thing. He said people who were kind of um, thriving in the pandemic, it's because they jumped into their new routine, got a really good flow going and they were doing great. Is flow the same as routine? Yeah. Are they interchangeable? Yeah. And well, kind of just a, a general flow was going on. They were able to focus stuff like that. But for a lot of people, you have kids at home. You've never worked from home before. You probably had technology problems. you got the TV that's interrupting you. So your kids keep calling you from the other room. You've got online learning and it's a whole thing. So you're constantly interrupted and there is no flow. There's chaos. So it's not necessarily routine as much as it is like a rhythm, just a vibe. Well, it's yeah, it's, being able to focus on projects for more than five seconds without being interrupted oh, okay. because he said that there's studies and that they ask people to like drive their car and memorize something at the same time. And most people are bad at both things when they're doing it together. Yeah. Multitasking is a huge myth. I, I remember reading an article a few years ago about how it, it actually, messes up your brain, not like long-term for the rest of your life, but if you try to multitask, it could throw you off 
for the rest of the day because the brain doesn't operate. It's not meant to operate like that way. Like the cavemen didn't, you know, go kill a bear for dinner or whatever and then be like, oh, hold on, I'm going to go carve something into the wall of the cave. Oh, wait a minute, I'm going to start a fire. Oh, hold on, I'm going to go get some water. Like you kill the bear, you eat the bear. You go to your cave, you carve something on the side of your cave, you go build a fire, you go get water. Like, right. Like we boom, just weren't boom, built boom, that boom. way. Yeah. yeah. So can you multitask? Yes. Should we be doing that for to be productive and actually be good at what we're doing? No, we right. shouldn't. And I think we've gotten too used to saying, I'm a multitasker. Like it's, you would put that on your job, on your resume. It's like saying, I'm so busy. Like, oh, I'm so, how you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Like that's actually, I mean, it's a- But it's, I think, uh, I think maybe 10 years ago, being a multitasker would have been a resume highlight. Ability to multitask. Uh, yeah, you may you be know? right. Yeah. So now is it like, well, or do you have too much going on and you don't know when to say no or set boundaries? Good point. You know? Yeah. Um, he talked about how this Fortune 500. So, so go back to the flow thing. How, what's the cure for that? Like, I will tell you. Oh, okay. Okay. So with the flow thing, he mentioned that a Fortune 500 company had what they called a no interruptions Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday before noon. And when they gave that option to employees, they didn't take advantage of it. But when it was mandated, they saw higher and increased productivity levels. So if you're a manager that might be something to implement with your employees where even if you take say 30 minutes, 30 minutes, if no interruptions, no phone calls, no meetings, no whatever in this 30 minutes. If you're going back to the office, if you're at home, your goal would be to try to do that at home. Like just set a, like a one hour time period where you cannot be interrupted. It says uninterrupted blocks of time. Um, when we can get our, when we can capture our full attention is when we find solace and peace. It also says, if you really can't make that work, you've got the kids, you've got the online learning, you, whatever, focus on a small goal. And that could be as small as playing solitaire yeah. or like a phone game, something where it's something that's like difficult, makes your brain think, but it's manageable. Yeah. It's not stress. So he called it a just manageable difficulty. So find it. So maybe you wake up 10 minutes earlier and you play one game of, you know, whatever is a grand harvest solitaire, but that's a bad example because it's so addictive. You never stop. Um, but something that challenges your brain gets it going, but it doesn't stress you out and make you mad. And just remember this little factoid. Um, any headphones are noise canceling headphones if you just ignore the people who are trying to talk to you while they're wearing, while you're wearing them. That's true. That is true. And I will leave you with this and I'm going to quote it directly because I thought it was so wonderful. As we head into a new post pandemic reality, it's time to rethink our understanding of mental health and well being. Not depressed doesn't mean you're not struggling. Not burned out doesn't mean you're fired up. By acknowledging that so many of us are languishing, we can start giving voice to quiet despair and lighting a path out of the void. Excellent. Every time I talk about sweating the small stuff, I always get questions. And one of these came in yesterday. How do you take address the small stuff when your partner complains about everything? And the answer to that is actually a bigger conversation that you need to have with your partner. Because 
sweating the small stuff doesn't mean addressing every little thing Mm -hmm. that somebody brings up to you. Instead, it means not accepting behavior that you find troubling just because it might seem small in the bigger picture. So if your partner's nagging and your partner's complaining is something that really bothers you, like you internalize it, it makes you feel bad, whatever, don't dismiss it as, oh, that per- he's just negative. He just nags. He's just right. frustrated at work or whatever. Right. Bring it up to them and ask them to change it. I think what happens a lot of times is people will dismiss what we have called on this show a micro-anxiety. Mm-hmm. People will dismiss um, leaving dirty dishes in the sink, to use the example that I used on Amy Purdy's podcast. Well, oh, it's just dirty dishes. I can put them in the dishwasher. Yeah. But if every time you think about it, you're like, God, why is Callie so lazy that she can't put her spoon in the dishwasher? If you think about that every day, that means you're going to have a negative thought 365 days. Oof, yeah. That means if you've been married for five years, you're going to have that negative thought 1,700 times. That's that not, puts it in perspective a little bit more. <laughs> that's not cool. So that's what sweating the small stuff means. Therapy is something that is really easy to put off because it feels so overwhelming to try and find a therapist. How do I know who I'm going to fit with? Where do I even find one? Well, BetterHelp is here to simplify the whole process and they have such a great process. So if you're someone that's been intimidated by therapy or you're like, oh my gosh, I just dread the process, let BetterHelp help you. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside and fill out the information that they're going to ask you about yourself. In as little as 24 hours, they will hook you up with a licensed professional counselor, one of the thousands they have across the country. And you can meet with this person in the comfort of your own home via video chat or phone. Now, if you don't mesh immediately or you don't feel like you mesh within a couple of sessions with the person they hooked you up with, they will hook you up with someone else. No questions asked. Start living a happier life today. As an Upside listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com upside. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash upside. Here's the trick to getting your kids to learn without realizing they're learning. Give them a project that teaches them that's disguised as a toy. KiwiCo has these crates for kids of all ages. They have one called the Tinker Crate, and I think it's for, I don't know, kids maybe 10 to 16-ish. And one of the projects I've seen in that Tinker Crate is making a strategy game where you got to fire these balls into these little holes and you get different points, but you're actually building the game from the ground up and then you are playing the game. Think of it as like a a tabletop ski ball is what it is. That's the best way to describe it. When you're that age, there's just some special pride that comes with completing a project like that and then gathering your family around to play the game that you made. I remember doing that as a kid and my very first computer, I programmed a tic-tac-toe game. And I mean, it took me days to enter that thing in. But once I did, I wanted everybody to participate. 
it's just such a badge of honor. And you can give that to the young person in your life when you give them a KiwiCo crate. There's no telling what a KiwiCo kid can do. Kickstart curiosity, creation, and innovation in kids today. They'll discover a brighter tomorrow. Get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com. Use the promo code UPSIDE. You do not have to sacrifice your style for comfort. I want you to go to rothys.com slash upside and check out all of these super cute styles that they have to offer. Now, there are tons of things to love about this company and their point shoe, the point style in black has over 5,000 near perfect reviews. When you log onto your website, you're going to recognize Rothy's because you've seen them all over celebrities and in photos. People are loving these shoes and I can tell you exactly why. They're cute and they're comfortable. There's zero break-in period and they're also made out of recycled water bottles. So you are doing a good thing for the world when you purchase Rothy's shoes. My personal favorite is the sneaker style. They are my favorite casual everyday shoe, but they're not so casual that you can't wear them to work, which is just another perk. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com upside today. Today's quote of the day, happy people build their inner joy. Unhappy people blame the outer world. I have a super pup alert out of North Carolina, and this is so cute. And I would like to set the stage here for you by telling you that this dog, her name is Gracie, and she's 11 years old. She is a Chihuahua Dachshund mix. Oh, So just, so just know that. Because that makes the story, in my opinion, even cuter. That is one of the, you know how sometimes you hear a dog's name and then you you see the dog and you're like, that fits perfectly. Gracie. An 11-year-old <laughs> Chihuahua Dawson mix named Gracie is perfect. She sounds like a boss lady, doesn't she? Yes. So there's this woman named Mary. Mary is Gracie's owner. And she said Gracie was going nuts one day and like would not leave her alone. And she was barking, but she's like, this is not a normal bark. Yeah. So Gracie led her outside to their 92 year old blind neighbor who had tripped and fallen. Oh no. And he was totally okay. But Gracie was like, mom, 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 neighbor down, neighbor down, neighbor down. This tiny little chihuahua dachshund mix told his mom they were able to get him help. He was totally fine. And the cutest part of all is that the guy, after he got out of the hospital, he brought Gracie a balloon and a thank you card. And he said that the dog has outshined Lassie with her life-saving efforts. Oh, Gracie is a hero. Gracie's a little tiny hero. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Uh, guys, I just want to give you a heads up. Um, well, not guys, everybody. I just want to give you a heads up. I saw emails starting to go around yesterday between Callie and Brown and Company Jewelers regarding their Mother's Day sales, their Mother's Day promotions, stuff like that which means we've got to be inside of a month, right? Mm-hmm. So it's true. It's in May. Heads up. Everybody, Mother's Day is right around the corner. And of course, we love Brown & Company Jewelers for 
all of your shiny things needs. Okay, if you wanna feel like you just won the lottery, that you just you know climbed an unclimbable mountain, that you just uh, aced a, a great test, do this. Eat some fat, full fat foods. Um, brain scans performed as participants consumed high fat foods showed activity in the same area of the brain that also responds to exciting events. Interesting. Yep. Uh, my second random thing is, did you know that you should replace your bed pillows every year? <laughs> oh, my God. I literally can't remember the last time we ever bought new pillows. Can you? No, but we might be going to Target in Here's the 10 problem. minutes. Here's the problem. I can't ever remember because pillows a lot of times don't have identifying marks. So you don't know what pillow you got. So trying to replace the pillow that you have, is like a whole thing. Yeah. But you know what I mean? And not like I'm going to go into Target and like try pillows. Uh, allergy you know. experts say that replacing pillows once every 12 months is a good idea because hair and body oils will have soaked in to a pillow's fabric and stuffing after a year of nightly use, making it a breeding ground for odor-causing disease-carrying bacteria That's and disgusting. allergy-triggering dust mites. I got to say, P.S., that is what I'm so excited about with Ellie's crib mattress. What? That you can you can wash it in the shower. Oh. You can literally wash it like it's Ellie. I did an endorsement with Newton Baby. Yeah, and you can hose it off in the shower, and that brings me so much joy because what I think about is the same thing as the pillows. Same thing as you know what I mean, like a crib mattress or. Oh. Do you remember this? There was a news story at one point that after nine years of use, the average mattress weighs yeah that's so gross 20 percent more because of skin cells right yeah i don't Ugh. know if it's true or not all right and uh let's just keep the gross theme going uh a person eats dirt every single day as a matter of fact in your lifetime you will consume about six pounds of dirt according to the environmental protection agency about 55 percent of what we eat is dust and about 45 percent is actual soil um, hmm. Tiny amounts that come from different sources, like eating food off the ground, eating without washing your hands, ingesting dust, or uh, eating unwashed fruits and vegetables. Had you ever heard this saying before, Jeff Dollar, before you moved down to the South? God made dirt, dirt don't hurt. Or is that a Southern thing? I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah. We Southerners, we say that. God made dirt and dirt don't hurt. Like, oh, after, when, like if you drop a cookie on the ground and pick it up real quick? Yep. Got it. Those are my three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff. I want to encourage you, if you've been thinking about signing up for the advisory horde, to do it now, to do it today. Couple big reasons. Um, one, we have the 2021 pin designed and it's going into production sometime in the next week. So those pins will be going out. Number two, if you sign up for the advisory horde in the month of April, 
Um, the minute you sign up, you're going to get a $10 gift certificate to the Callie and Jeff store. So anything you buy in that store, you get you save 10 bucks on it immediately. That's number two. Number three, uh, I think in the next 48 hours, we're going to record an advisory horde episode, Callie. Oh, look at us. Because I need to talk about the phone meeting that I had yesterday. Oh, you've got to get it out. I'm so excited. And <laughs> this is not like a rude tease thing, by the way. Like we there are things that we routinely talk about in the advisory board that we can't talk about yet. Like here. So Jeff gets his energy it's, out. It's not that we can't talk about it. It's that it's a, a, we had a meeting that went really, really well. And we can't share it publicly. I had a meeting that really well, but it was only a first meeting. So yeah. it's not appropriate to share it publicly because it might go nowhere. But it's really, it's I think it's really cool. Yes. So I want to share it with the advisory horde because that's, you know, one of the perks of being an advisory horde member, but also to kind of hold me accountable. Yes. So that in a week, if I haven't had a follow-up meeting, the, the horde could be like, what y'all doing? Why Why was I trying to manage you this whole time? We just tell the advisory horde what your to-do list is. And they and do it. And then you have people following up with you all the time, then you have to do it. All right. So if you want to join the advisory horde, um, go to CallieandJeff.com. The link is right there to join. You can also text the word horde to 800-434-5454. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I was listening to today's message and called about um, checking the oven before you turn it on. That's something that my husband and I do every single time because when he was little, his father left some cardboard pizza boxes in the oven and caught their oven on fire, like smoke everywhere. Everybody was okay, but the funniest part is that he is a fireman. So we've always joked about that. So we definitely check it before we start the oven. But yeah, just thought I'd share. Bye. If you are a parent in the world right now, when your kid grows up, you're going to tell them the story of 2020. What a crazy year it has been and how that shaped them into the person that they are and how it affected your parenting and all of that. You know, your mom probably has a story like that that is 50 years old, 60 years old, and she might not have told it to you. Or if she has, it might not have been in a bunch of great detail. And there's probably other stories that aren't as significant as what happened in 2020 that just don't even get mentioned because mom doesn't think you care. Well, guess what? You do care. You want those stories. Trust me, as someone whose mom's not around anymore, it's difficult to think that there are stories that I might never know because of I never thought to ask her. StoryWorth can solve that problem for you. StoryWorth will send an email prompt to your mom every single week for the next year or your grandmother or your favorite aunt or whoever. And They'll answer that. And then at the end of the year, all of those answers get compiled into a book and delivered to you. It's so great. It's an awesome bonding exercise, and it's going to preserve family memories forever. Give your mom the most meaningful gift this Mother's Day with StoryWorth. 
Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash upside. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside for $10 off. Jeff Dollar. I had thought. I had thought the podcast mid-sentence. Nope. Cannot happen. Yes, I'm whispering. Don't wake up the family. Callie is a crime junkie. And a crime junkie life rule. You don't turn off your phone. People only turn off their phone if they are in a crime or committing a crime. And Callie is doing neither by spending time with Ellie. So her phone cannot be cut off. Callie, you remember to be rude, be weird, stay alive. Do not turn your phone off. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Leslie in Centerville, Virginia. It is correct. I grew up in the era, if you were going to use a pin to get out a splinter, you held it in the fire of the top of the stove so that you could sterilize it or you rubbed alcohol on it. I have to tell you, I'm currently using a pin that was hand sanitized to get a splinter out of the top of my hand. Anyway, thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Jeff. I'm going to one-up your brilliant idea of the perfect crime with the dog stealing the packages. Teach Ellie how to do it. Definitely no one would get mad at a baby, right? So, there you go. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, y'all. This is Lisa. You don't need to know that twist high colors. All you got to do is dig to the back of the shelf like I do. I'm that crazy lady that's always looking for the longest expiration date. Way in the back. You just move the bread aside and just go to the back. Have a good day, y'all. Bye. Hi there. I am a relatively new mom, and I just mustered up the courage to listen to the episode, the bonus episode, with Callie and Amy from the Ravel. And it wasn't easy for me to listen to. I had a very traumatic birth experience in July of 2020. And if this episode would have been available when I was pregnant, I might not have even been motivated to to pursue it because I was just so sure, just like all my friends, that my birth would go normal, and it didn't. And I am just calling because I want to motivate anyone that is wanting to become a mom, wanting to be pregnant, pregnant right now, um, postpartum, make an appointment because... You will learn things and be able to train your body for things that you don't know are possible. What happened to me? I didn't even know it could happen. So please just consider it. Sorry if this was TMI, but um, thank you so much, Callie, for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate this as a resource. Yeah. Okay, bye. And it's a lot of times you feel like, well, am I doing the right thing? Is this really, is this good enough? Am I good enough? Am I strong enough to do this job? And then you just have to believe in yourself as much as you can. And against all odds, you just say, you know what? I'm going to just put my best foot forward and I'm going to give the world the best that I got, right? Mm -hmm. Anything is possible.